Live from the HMD Studio for Busy Sessions Episode 4, it is Stay Busy with Armand Sadler. gentlemen welcome to another edition of busy sessions our performance and interview series for the artists from stay busy with armand sadler i am of course armand sadler vegan chorizo poppy founder of bald nigga ballers i am here <laughs> with my guy how you feeling brother what's up man i'm feeling great feeling great hydrated melanated as always nick early uh, co-hosting executive producing stay busy we have yet another busy session for y'all I'm always happy for this one, but this one is especially great. Mm-hmm. I can think of five reasons why this one's, this one's <laughs> kind of great, that. you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So we are being joined by a good brother of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. He's no stranger to stay busy. You all have heard him in our last Busy Black Business Month of 2021, but since then you might have seen him at a poetry workshop you might have attended one of his many successful sold-out shows. You might have seen him performing in parks. He might have done a private dinner. You might hear him at a wedding in the future. You might see him all over, to be honest. This man has taken the poetry thing from an internal gratification into love and joy that he is spreading through the world. The owner of Poetry Me, please, Rush the Mic, Rashawn Brown is here. How you feeling, good brother? Yeah. Yes, sir. We had a good, bro. Feeling good. Appreciate y'all for having me on the yes, show. Sir. Of nice course. Stay busy. Stay busy as always. Yes, you know how we do. Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, just generally, like, how, how you feeling? How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm actually, I'm really good, actually. I'm, there you I, go. I will not lie to you. Made the career switch, so that's mm-hmm. big as well for me. Uh, more free time, but, you know. Trying to stay healthy, pretty much. Uh, we'll get into it, but stay yeah. busy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. How you staying healthy these days? Uh, working out. Yeah, drinking water, minding my business. <laughs> yeah. How'd I go? Hydrated, melanated, yes, yes, sir. indeed, for sure. So when you joined us in February of 2021, we talked a lot about your origins in poetry and the things that you wanted to do with it, and how you know the pandemic hindered a lot of things for for all of us, but especially for you and wanting to hold events and you know. Come come back a year later. We attended the first show. We've seen you know the sold out sold out dates. Where it's a gun and little baby. Yeah, sold out dates. <laughs> We've seen you all over. How does it feel to have made all this progress in a year and be doing everything that you envision and more? Yo, it feels it's a blessing, and it reminds me. I was having a conversation with my sister, and she said the same thing. Like, yo, how does it feel? Mm-hmm. And I and I, I sent it a Kobe meme where it's like. Job, job finished. <laughs> job, job finished. And I'm, I, I will not lie to you. Maybe it's just naturally in us being harder on ourselves, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's so much more to do. And I do try to stop and smell the roses, but I feel like there's, again, there's just so much more to do. So I am grateful and I, it's a blessing that I am where I am, but I'm always looking like what's next. Like we, I, not that I expected to be here, but I know there's just so much more. So I feel good, but. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about the next step, next step, next step. 
Yeah. So one of the most significant things that I've, that we've witnessed Mm -hmm. is your participation in a New York legends hip hop album. Yes, sir. Lloyd Banks, my guy. The 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 curse of of, of the inevitable, I believe it was called. The course of the inevitable. course of the inevitable. Yeah, course yeah, of the yeah. inevitable. So, talk about how that came together and wh- how it feels to be a part of a New York Legends hip hop album. Like that's crazy. <laughs> like yo, when I saw that, bro, I was like, wow. Another Rush blessing. Is out here. <laughs> another blessing. Shout out to my bro Lloyd. Lloyd Banks on the scene. But uh, to be honest, I tell you, I'll run you through the story. I was in ATL with Sam, uh, one of my bros, one of my older chapter brothers, yeah, and. That's so. Just kind of chilling out there, and Howie, my line brother, actually, you know Howie. What's good, Howie? Yep, you know, the guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, did you violate it and all that? <laughs> yeah. Violated management and all that. But uh, he reposted something that Lloyd posted, and Lloyd was like, "Yo, tag the the hottest poet out right now in New York mm-hmm. City," and he had tagged me and it sent it to me, and I'm like, "Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm." I'm going to repost this. Mm-hmm. I reposted it on my story. And, you know, a little funny, like, yo, tag Lloyd. Let him know that I'm out here. And I kid you not, in a few hours, he had called. He, he I mean, let me, let, me, let me rewind. After I posted it, I ended up DMing him. Mm-hmm. And I sent him, like, a, it was a list of things. So I had sent him my YouTube. I sent him some posts that I already had on my page. Yeah. And my website. So I sent him a list of things. and like, yo, what's going on, bro? I would appreciate you know, to work with you, you know, stay connected. Let me know if, you know, if if, if you if you're rocking with it. He hit me back like five minutes, like, yo, I already checked it out. Uh <laughs> shoot me a call when you can. I'm like, oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where like that? I'm like, look at this page. And it's funny because just from the background that we have and 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 you know, pleasure and just just yeah. being organized, mm-hmm. I'm over here. I looked him up Absolutely. just to get a refresher and look at most recent things he's done and Anything that I should just be aware of before I called them. So I called them. I had no, I'm not, it's crazy. I didn't even have, um, I didn't have my notebook. I love to write things down. I'm a yes, physical person. Uh-huh. So I'm literally in the hotel room at the time morning. I got a pen. I got a, like a piece of napkin. I called him. I'm like, yo, it's good. I'm fucking walking around. Like, you know, you on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here walking around and I, and I spoke to him and he pretty much, you know, we introduced each other and, you know, he gave me the the idea of, you know, it wasn't finished yet, but he gave me the thought process and the idea of it and was like, yo, let's cook. You know what I'm saying? This is Absolutely. something that he wants to put into effect. And he gave me the vision and I'm like, yo, that's dope. You know, he's the background that he came from growing up in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Mom's working multiple jobs. I'm like, yo, this is, you know, not saying I am you, but like, you know, this is this is what it's about. So after that conversation, I'm like, yo, bro, it's good. Like I started cooking up and- you know, we, we we put it together, and it was funny because we kind of went, uh, it kind of went quiet for a little bit, maybe like mm-hmm. a week or two. Mm-hmm. And I checked in with him, and I, you know, I remember being in the, waiting for the waiting for my flight to come in in the airport, and I'm just cooking up, like I just you know being inspired, cooking some stuff up, and I had like a rough draft of it. And he ended up hitting me back, was like, "Yo, just checking in," and I'm like, "Yo, bro," I sent him what I had. Actually, I didn't even send it to him because I write in a free verse, so. Okay. <clears throat> If I were to send you something, you just it just wouldn't make sense. Yes, you know what yeah. I'm saying? The way that I write. So I recorded a voice note, like real quick, and I sent it to him like, yo, and I sent him like versions of the voice note of how my tones can the go inflections, up and down. Yeah, 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 and it's like what I put how I put passion into my pieces. Sent it to him. He was like, yo, bro, fire, man. You know, fire emojis. I'm like, oh, he fucking with it too. <laughs> I'm like, it's lit, it's lit. And at the time, I'm like, damn, I hope. You know, this is up to par, you know, because you know, I'm talking to a legend, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Literally. You know what I'm saying? And my poetry is not just 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 poetry, it's spoken word. And mm-hmm. I have a lot of like the the rap and the battle rap, you know, accents to it. So I'm like, oh, he's fucking with it. Dope. So 
went quiet again a little bit, but he sent me the treatment over. But I mean, I'm still cooking up. And he ended up hitting me like random week and was like, y'all want to, uh, middle of the week, he's like, y'all want to record this weekend. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and that was the time when I was still teaching. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my schedule was, you know, seven to three, get home, you know, three, four o'clock maybe, but like still grading papers and, you know, just mad busy. And I remember I had, I sat down and I was like, damn, I'm not really finished with the piece, but it's game time, you know? Mm-hmm. But I remember having second thoughts in my head, like, yo, maybe I should tell him that I'm not finished yeah. and I need extra time. And I'm like, nah, like he probably already put the pack together, the studios were paid for, you know what I'm saying? He got his videographer. Uh-huh. So I'm like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to just cook up. And I remember coming straight home, finishing up, and I just kept memorizing it. Kept trying to memorize what I wrote down. And thankfully in the studio, obviously I read off my phone, but like I always tell people, I could read anything off of a phone, but it's hard for me to put passion into it. You can yeah. hear when someone's reading. You can you know. hear it, bro. You can hear, especially people that are paying attention to detail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, I don't want that. Like, I want this to be, I want it to go into the studio and just spit. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, fuck. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, so, right. I, you know, I ended up cooking up. I hit Howie. You know, he's in the industry. And mm-hmm. I was like, Yo, if anybody, if I want anybody to be there with me, it's Howie. And it's so funny because I remember just having conversation. You know where we from. You know, he sent me the Addy to the studio. And I'm like, you know, I'm from the hood. You know, I'm not going to pull up Dolly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, it, it, don't, it don't matter who you are. Like, yeah. you know, it was love, of course, but, you know, I know better than walking into a room with somebody I never met before, with, you know, by myself. So I pulled up with Howie, pulled up. It was me, uh, Lloyd, this engineer, my boy, um, Bombay, and then his daughter was actually there. So we oh, cooked up. Yeah. We cooked up, we cooked up, and we spent, you know, we was there for hours just talking about his story, G-Unit, like the history of it all. And wow. <clears throat> I, I was so appreciative of having Howie there, I tell him again, because the conversations that they were having about hip-hop, just the history, Howie had such a rich level of history that when I was in that space, I was learning about, you know, what was going mm-hmm. on. Because Lloyd was mentioning spots that had closed down, mm-hmm. producers, engineers that... That were in the industry, and I really a lot of it was just flying over my head. And I'm looking at Howie, and he's like, "Oh, yo, I know," and mm, you know they yeah. they're connecting. I'm like, "This is there's not a better person that I could have asked mm-hmm. to come with me for this," you know. Yeah. So that was a dope dope experience. We ended up shooting the next day. Uh, videographer, um, a few of his boys was out there, so we just cooking up. You know, a lot of love in the air, and I remember just being on the block talking about mad shit like hip hop, yeah. different artists, different projects, yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. You know, when it all rolled out, you know, they, they credited me. All that was love on YouTube. You know, I was talking to the engineer. We kind of snipped it. And I remember the actual piece that he put on YouTube was a little shorter than what I wrote. So my actual poem was five minutes. Yeah. Right, the longest poem I ever wrote. Yeah. And I was ready to perform it, but we ended up having to cut a little bit. So mm-hmm. at the show that you hosted, I mm-hmm. ended up doing the full yep. the full piece. That was so, some heat. Yeah. <laughs> some heat. I appreciate it, bro. And so, you know, there's a funny parallel between you bringing Howie into that situation to meet Lloyd yeah. and then the shows you've been hosting because it's not just a platform for you to perform. Mm-hmm. You're giving people the opportunity who oh, have yeah. never performed before. Never. And some of them have gotten up and <clears throat> smoked it. Yo, so fire. talk about, you know, what that what that does for you as the as the host and as the creator to give others that platform yeah. and just the experience and, and the reactions that they've given you. Yeah, it's, it's I tell people all the time. And if you know me, maybe maybe not. I feel like a lot of people may not notice about me, but you know, I think about life as what you can give back to others. Mm-hmm. I'm at a point, and I tell people, I try to tell my close friends this at least. Like, I'm good. Like, I feel like 
I have my up days, my down days, and like my my friends know. I write in the group chat like, "Yo, I'm feeling it today," just to let them know that like I'm happy today. And then yeah. some days I, you know, I have my bad days, but I always think about making other people happy because yeah. when I was growing up, I can pinpoint individuals that have literally carried my mood and were, you know, supporting me mentally, physically, emotionally, and. I'm so appreciative of that. <clears throat> I know what it feels like to not have that, mm. but then to have it. So when I live my life, it's like, yo, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm good. Like, I feel like I'm okay. Yeah. Like, you know, I, God forbid, but life can stop right now. And I'd be like, yo, I'm good because I, I know that I've done enough. So when it comes to poetry and, you know, just to be dramatic of it, it's like giving people a platform is so important because not everybody has the courage, not everybody has the support, not everybody knows how to maneuver. Mm-hmm. So when I put on Poetry Me Please, a spoken word poetry platform that provides a stage for poets to showcase their talents through creative verbal expression, it's me saying, hey, you're doing something that's dope. Whether you're experienced, whether mm-hmm. you're inexperienced, this could be a first time, like, hey, this is your platform. So the the first few times... I was connected through different people and I had reached out like, yo, I think I want to do a poetry show. This was in March of 2020. And if you remember March 2020, yeah. it's when COVID first hit. Yeah. So after that, you know, but I had my poets ready to go. I had the spot, I had the venue, right. everything was locked in and unfortunately I had to reschedule. Yeah. So the process, and, and I tell people this, like I'm not having people audition because for me it's, you know, poetry is what you make it. True. And I was telling you earlier, like I would never have you audition and then for me to say yo nah that's that's not good enough mm-hmm. it's like yo who, who the hell am I you know what I'm saying like <laughs> I don't get me wrong I, I write poetry and I do spoken word but my I think my pieces are so different from other people and you know how people make fun of poets how they you know every every poet has like that Oh, the sky is blue. And, you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> and the, the proclivity. And, uh, the, 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 the sun shines on my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like nah, like as that's the what? Yeah, <laughs> as the wind touches. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. people make fun of people make fun of poets because that shit is true. Like mm. poets actually do that. For real. And I try to stay away from that and just like I said, free verse and just like put my passion into it. So how I do it initially was just like, yo, you want to perform? I bet I need like ten people. And if you can commit to it, like, let's do it. So that initial group that I had was just me reaching out to people, people kind of reaching out to me once they heard that I was doing something. And it, I didn't ever ask anybody to show me anything. We did a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And at the rehearsal was when I was like, oh, like, yo, yeah, I got this it. shit is elite. Yeah, I was there. I remember. I'm yeah, like, they went oh, crazy. This, yeah, there's heat here. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I get it. So at the show, I'm like, I'm telling people like, this is fine. Like, yeah, I thought I, thought I was in. I don't think I've ever told anybody this, but I remember me being nervous. Like, I was nervous myself, not because of what I was doing, but I was like, damn, I'm going to step into a room where I felt people were better than me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being better is subjective, but I'm like, yo, like, this is, like, I want to headline it, but like, Niggas got heat. <laughs> right. I might not be the best today. So <laughs> I was always conscious of that. And then I, once I got over that, it was like, yo, fuck it. Like, I'm going to have everybody pull up and, you know, you could spit. I'm going to spit. Everybody going to do their thing. And, like, you know, whatever. People are going to connect with you. People are going to connect with me. So, That's who it's for. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. the, the process is just. And now the process is I have an interest form. So anybody who wants to sign up, they can go into Google put where they heard, you know, their name, Instagram, number, contact information. And I literally just pull names randomly. So 
I had over a hundred submissions most recently. Wow. Over a hundred. Over a hundred. I, cool. I wanted to get it at like fifteen. I, I gotta clap for that. Yeah. Over a hundred people 100, saying bro. I want to get on Punch Me. Punch Me. Like, how'd you hear about it? Instagram. It looks like a dope platform. I want to get on fire. So wow. Just to to keep the bias, if you've performed in a show, I try to limit like the the repeats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what I do is I just do like a randomizer and yeah. I just press it and like if it pops like forty, I'll go to the list. Whoever's number forty, put the name on the list. I do that for about like ten poets and I reach out to them like, yo, I'm hosting a show at this point. Da 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 da. Can you come? If not, boom, mark them off and I go to the next one. Randomize and. What I realize is that sometimes people's, their schedule changes and people get cold feet, whatever, they back out. It's easier for me to get a repeat to just slot in Mm -hmm. versus for me to find somebody new because the repeat, they understand the dynamics and, you know, they get it so it's a little bit easier. So if you ever do see somebody on a repeat, it's because somebody else dropped out and I just was like quick, grab them in, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's the process of of, of getting new, new content. And again, I don't ask them for audition. People I remember do hit me like, yo... I'm gonna send you my poem. I'm like, do not send me a poem. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not about to read that poem I don't and say yeah. and like tell you like, nah, it's not like, bro, mm. memorize that shit, perform that shit. You'll have videos. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's what's up, man. I love to hear that. We've been talking a lot. We have a lot of people. We have me, Rosecrans, Vic from our episodes. You know, not a busy session, but Rosecrans, Vic. We've had uh, a bunch of you know businesses for Busy Black Business Month. We're talking about, you know, the whole idea of having a platform and the responsibility yeah. that comes with having a platform and and just being like very much so on top of it, right? Yeah. Um and I think that the th- the through line from everybody that we spoke to is that there's so much joy that you get from being that person. Mm-hmm. Not that you like counting like I put that dude on, I put that dude on, but there's so much joy in a, in providing space for people to be able yeah. to like emit that, you know, that which which they've probably held close or just not had the courage or the confidence. And it's so simple. So like, um, what has been, is there any shining moment that you were like, wow, like I remember talking to this person and like, now they were so shy and look at them now. Like they're, they're going, is there anybody that comes in mind that you can think about? Like, yeah, for sure. My boy, um, Kamayera, and I probably messed up his name because I always mess up his name. (laughs) But, but King K, I had him perform in my second show at the theater Mm -hmm. and it was his first time. And I remember him coming up, and his shit was dope. Black of the berry, sweetie the juice. Like, I remember, you know what I'm saying? I, I, and I remember people's poems because I have to, like, as I post them, I look through, I watch everybody's pieces, and I try to take the best part mm-hmm. with crowd interaction. So when right. I post it, people are like, oh, fire. So it was his first time, and he was nervous. You know, I think his girl was in the crowd at the time. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah. Sorry about I don't, you know, I, you know, <laughs> hey, man, you know, listen, you know we, we know better than bro. That, you be but, all right. Yo, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? And I had him come back the fifth time uh, during my fifth show. Mm-hmm. Blew it out the body. Blew, it, blew yeah. bodied it. I'm talking about, he had a nice play on theme with uh, Insecure, like oh, fire. Lawrence. He mentioned the names and mm. the crowd. Inter- and I remember standing there like, yo. I almost had to, I should have done this. And I, and I said to myself, I was going to, to give him a shout out. Like, yo, this is his second time performing for me. And I also think it's his second time performing ever. And he was here for my second show. So he looked like a natural upstage Two on stage. People, and yeah. I was like, yo, just to see his growth. And I haven't even, we spoke a little bit, but I'm going to hit him up and tell him like, yo, like the growth was amazing. Like, yo, mm-hmm. you did a phenomenal job because I've seen you grow from, your first performance, and then now this, and 
it was like, yo, you body that, bro. So congrats to him. He he definitely cooked up on that. Love that. So what's uh, what's next, man? Like, what do we poach me, please? Is is everywhere? I feel like, yeah. you know, I feel like it's getting everywhere. <laughs> what is next for for you and the brand, and how you want to elevate in this next few years? Yeah. Yo, there's so many routes that I could take. Mm-hmm. I want to say in the immediate future, I want to stick to putting on shows bi-monthly, as I said okay. before. So my first show was in February for the year. Um, <clears throat> looking to do one in April. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just, I want to re- I want to publish a official book, hard copy. I did the ebook last year. I got was, it. Which was dope, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I want to do a hard copy official. Mm. I definitely want to put out like an EP as well. Mm. Something that I could get some voice out. Some One of my boys sent me, from, from middle school actually, sent me some beats over, so... We're cooking up on that, um, but I want to book the Apollo. You know what I'm saying? And Talk people, that. people like yo say you are going to book it. Like I'm aware of that. It's just for me, I'm in between. I want to keep the quality of the event, but not feel like I have to scale the event. And I talk about this with a few of my my few of the bros that I throw events with, yeah. and we always talk about at a certain point in the event planning, you have to make a decision whether or not you want to continue to scale. Or if you want to stay and keep the quality of the event. Of course. So with poetry, you know, I my last show had close to 400 people for a poetry show. Mm. And it was dope because I sold out and it survived. But as a, someone walking into that show, with so much people, it's kind of hard to keep it intimate. Mm. You know, like every little move is a, is a big noise and, you know, a whisper becomes loud and you know, unless you're really, you have the real space that keeps it there, you know, it, it may not be as efficient as you want. So when I think about the Apollo, like 1,500 seats, no food. I'm like, you know how I have it yeah, now. Like yeah, right yeah. now, people come in, they sit down, they get grab fed. a drink. The mind get they fed. They get fed. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a vibe. it's like Love Jones, you know what I'm saying? Just bigger Fact. venues. So when I think about scaling, I think about losing that, losing that quality. Yeah. And I think at some point, well, I'm definitely going to get there, but right now I'm realizing like, yo, I can't do it. Like my last show was my, yo, you can't do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now what I need to do is just sit down and just reflect, you know how we, us creators do. Mm-hmm. We spend time, we just cook up, but there's so much, you know, let's hit a DC, let's hit Philly, Absolutely. let's hit LA, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, let's hit Atlanta. There's so many places that I got to touch. Poetry Me Please doesn't have to be in New York and it's not going to only be in New York. You know Fact. what I'm saying? It's for everybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And all I need is a, I tell you all I need is a venue. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> and a flyer. And we all good. I need is a venue and a flyer, and we good. So poetry me please is always gonna. It's just gonna keep going. I love it's that. It's gonna keep going. Love it. Speaking with poetry me please being for everybody. I saw you did uh, some workshops at uh, was SUNY SUNY Oh Westbury SUNY Westbury. Yeah, talk about that. Like that's obviously the performance is dope. Obviously, yeah. being on Lloyd Banks' album is dope. But to be in a position where you are helping other people craft yeah. their poetry. Like, well, what was that experience like? That was dope. That was my first official workshop. Fire. And I went into it, like, I tell people all the time, I've never taken, I've never taken any class for poetry. I've never uh, studied it professionally, you know what I'm saying? And for me, poetry is, it's spoken word. So I always tell people it's, it's a difference. It's almost like a difference between a slam and a showcase. Like, people mm. are like, oh, when's the next open mic? Like, I don't throw open mics. Yeah. I throw showcases. Mm-hmm. Like Swear as an open mic, anybody signs up and they just perform. Showcases, people 
are selected prior to, you know, mm-hmm. it's curated and people have their own flyers and you're coming to see that person. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you know, but you know, that's who it is. And a slam is a competition. I haven't done a slam. I was supposed to, but I haven't been to a slam in a while. So I don't want to do something that get it I right. haven't been to. So I want to get it right. So with poetry versus spoken word, I've seen people write poetry and just recite it or just read it. But for me, spoken word is about the passion. Mm, yeah. So in that workshop, what I was telling them is, you can make anything you want to be poetry, but spoken word needs passion. Mm. So when you're up on that stage, it's not just the words, it's how, you're, how you look, your body language, the way that you emphasize certain words. So we started off and I just gave them a general you know, feedback of uh, information of what poetry me please is, who I am. You know, mm. We kind of went through a few pieces and what I stress with them is, I used the same the same line in my poem, Cupid's poem, and I went through like three different variations of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to read the same thing. I'm going to recite the same thing. I'm just going to show you how I switch it up. And in that workshop, I was really focusing on how you stress certain words to get your point across, the, your, your tone, your energy. You know, what is this poem about? Maybe it's a general poem and depending on where you go and when you have to perform, you switch it up. And then at the end, they did... Like people wrote stuff down in the moment and then performed it, or people have stuff that they came with and was like, I want to perform it. And I gave them feedback, not on their content, but their delivery. Mm, absolutely. Which is most important is like, you, know, you have to scan the room. You know, you figure out there's always going to be somebody in the room or multiple people that connect with what you're saying, and you got to, you got to laser, in you got to zero in on them because. When you say stuff, they're going to be like, mm. and I told them that too. I love crowd reactions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I remember love that. crowd reactions. That's the, And that's the beauty of poetry me, please. It's not just a snap and like, mm, it's calm. It's like, nah, run that shit back. Tap in. Tap in. <laughs> tap in. Cook up. You know what I'm saying? Like battle rap, URL, yeah. smack, URL, all that. And I tell them that the more you know your poem, the better you are to stop on a dime and then to pick up if somebody interrupts you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to worry about people yelling at you. Once you memorize it, you know how we do. Once you got it memorized, you're good. So the workshop was dope because I was able to to educate people on the delivery. And I told them, like, I free verse. Like, I don't write. I, I can, depending on the style. Like, I can do whatever I want. But on a typical basis, I just free verse. And my memorization, et cetera, et cetera. So that whole workshop was dope. Amazing. Speaking of uh, stressing tones and emotions, uh, as we get to our closing, I want to play a game with you called Rush the Bars. Mm. So what we're going to do is we're going to say an emotion. You are going to give us, off the top of your head, a few bars from a poem that aligns with that emotion. Sound good? Fire. That's tough. Okay. <laughs> do I got to move the mic back if I start yelling and shit? Uh, I think you'll be fine. No, you'll right, be, be fine. But, but, but. All right. Say something romantic. Nowadays, we never live for the moment. See, we daydream about a time when love, 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 love actually meant something. You see, it was pure like the essence of purity, a real heartfelt moment. But not the fake ones that we could form our hands into, but the real deal like yours and mine, two real hearts that we could form our hands into. Sorry for my silence. But why does it feel so good when the volume in the room goes still as if we're watching a movie in theaters and it's switching scenes? Tell me why my thoughts inflict prosperity when the only two voices in the room are non-existent. But actually, thank you. Thank you to the woman whose love speaks value in one of my most silent days. I'm talking about... 
the love crafted for the success of a newborn baby who grows into a beautiful young lady who I felt her main purpose in life was to make me happy. It almost tastes like selfish thoughts sautéed in ungratefulness, but I never realized it until it was too late. I keep going. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> ladies, ladies, no autographs, please, ladies, please, please, please. He'll be. You guys can check out my Instagram, ladies. I'm sorry. All right, I got one. Confused. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Cuba, do you hate me? Cuba, do you fear me? Cuba, if you love me, then you shoot me. But it's clear you may not have any hours left for my name on it. At least, is it not my turn to love or? To be loved, why must I suffer? Cupid, these streets are cold and now only getting colder. My future, she's only getting older. Cupid, by the time my name pops up on your list of targets, I fear she, whoever she may be, may not feel the same way towards me. I said, Cupid, do you hate me? Oh, Cupid, do you fear me? Oh, Cupid, if you love me, then you shoot me, but it's clear you'd rather float beside me or rather get above from me in judgment. Yo, Cupid, are you a god or an angel? Yeah. Triumphant. Mm. <laughs> we That's tough. The, we don't yeah. get the SAT words on uh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like this now. <laughs> um, it's uh, a good one. Actually, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Cupid. I'm gonna do the Cupid one. Okay. And keep it on the same level. Cupid, do you fear me? Or Cupid, do you hate me? Cupid, if you love me, then you shoot me. But it's clear you may not have any arrows left for my name on it. At least. Is it not my turn to love or to be loved? Why must I suffer? Cupid, these streets are cold and they're only getting colder. My future, she's only getting older. Cupid, by the time my name pops up on your list of targets, I fear she, whoever she may be, may not feel the same way towards me. I said, Cupid, do you hate me? Or Cupid, do you fear me? Oh, Cupid, if you love me, then you shoot me. But it's clear you'd rather float beside me or rather you're above from me in judgment. Cupid, are you a god or an angel? Yeah, mm. I'm with that man. Close us off. Like. <laughs> yeah, that was a toughie. That was a toughie. <laughs> mm. I'm going to go with defeated. Mm. Capital B, me, please. Cause black just don't sit right with me. Black like gods versus God. But black as in the absence of visible light. As if this melanin does not light the room. Black as in we are inadequate. As if we aren't already overqualified to be in that damn room. Black as in the African diaspora. 400 years since that first page was turned while we, witnesses, while we witness others yell, it is time to move on. Like, knowing we are from Africa but choosing black or African-American on a job application due to our inability to trace our lineage down to one single country. We thank you for that. Yet another problem we are left with to find solutions for as if we are bliss to your ignorance. Black as in you don't see color. But black... As in I will be recognized. Black, as in you must have lost your damn mind. Oh, we are not the same. Think before you let your fingers speak and put some respect on our name. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Yes, sir. There we go. There we go. Well, 
tell the people where they can find you. Tell the people where they can follow you. Tell the people what to what to keep up with. Yo, underscore rushing on the gram. Poetry me please on the gram. Poetry me please on Twitter. Russian JOP on Twitter. Uh, definitely like, follow, subscribe, share it. The YouTube page as well. My website, Poetry Me Please. As long as you type in Poetry Me Please, you're going to find something. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. 100%. And uh, let the people know the title of the performance that you have for them. Oh. Yo, you know what's funny? I haven't even titled it. Wow. I haven't even titled it. I'm asking my mom to title it because that, that nice. it included, that was my first piece where I mentioned my mother. And mm, nice. she was always like, oh, you make all these phones and nothing for me. Nothing for me. <laughs> so I got another one for her, specifically for her. But this one was the theme of it. I'll give you the, like, the background behind it. Maybe somebody who hears this can give me a title. But mm. the background for it is to love love mm-hmm. and me paying homage to all the people that have influenced me and, and helped me get to where I am today, but more so emotionally the emotional support that I've had so I have not titled it yet but definitely will title it by the time I post it (laughs) there we go well this is Busy Sessions episode 4 Rush the Mic thank you so much for pulling up my guy y'all make sure you enjoy this performance and you know where to find us you know what to do tell a friend to tell a friend and tap in they say if you have knowledge let others light their candle in it and if you sit amongst gods, well, then you must always remember what it felt like to stand with the common folk. So, spread the wealth, my G. I mean, how are we supposed to level up when y'all gatekeeping us from all of that good stuff? Talking about, we got to work twice as hard just to get our foot in the door when all I ever did was ask for the name of the restaurant. <laughs> Have you painted me as your competition? Or is there enough food back there for the both of us? Look at you. Emotional. Had our people fighting with their backs against the ropes because they better don't love. All because the simple satisfaction of uplifting your own kind was never good enough. Is it greed, gluttony, or pure spite? Maybe you had good intentions, but I don't know if you know the value of what you're protecting. Yeah, big dog in the front yard with no bite. Look around. You chose violence in a room full of people like this during Black History Month? Let me ask you, who are we? What do you see? Is this your origin story? Are we your villains? I mean, nah. Are we your competition? Are you sure there's not enough food back there inside of that kitchen? Never mind that. Answer this then. Why is it that on our road to riches, we forget that having a good heart and being genuine is free of charge? Let me give you some examples. You see, I know this woman, and this woman's name is Stacy. And I promise you, Stacy is as sincere as they come. Over the years, she has taught me that being selfless comes with true reward. So whenever I think about the impact that can be made, I remember how I felt growing up. Here's this woman showing emotion to her brother's siblings. She showered us with unconditional love. She was committed. Imagine having someone in your corner before you even knew it existed. That's a feeling you can't create. So with every chance I get, I'll let these words fair agents with the speech so vivid, you'll think twice before you even take another stranger's love for granted. She makes, hey, do you need anything? Or, hey, hey, have you eaten today? Feel like Mother Mary herself has handpicked you to be wrapped in God's blanket. So every day I wake up in warmth, I try and thank her. I wave goodbye to karma as I look towards my niece and my nephew because I know they are my son to pay it forward. Because with me, the cycle will continue. You see, I know another woman. And this woman's name is Beverly. And Beverly is a mother of four. And although sometimes she may feel as if the world is moving too fast for her, I can assure you that she has never missed a beat to put her children first. I mean, really, it's funny how things work. There's beauty in putting life into this world and not knowing how much love partners with growth. I suppose 
Her coming to the States was for a better life untold. I mean, can you imagine having enough money to travel the world and make a decision to watch it go? Through her sacrifice, it was education I never lacked, food on the table, a chance to break my silence on a platform like this and clean clothes on my back. She's the one. And I appreciate her for all that she has done, which means I am him, a king trapped in her son. So whenever I see another black man that resembles me, I already know that he's one because I am black. And in a room full of people like this, it's a firm reminder that you're just another king. And another king, and another king trapped in another mother's son. We cannot lose. Despite all the pain and suffering for those nine months, they carried us through. And out of all the family members I have mentioned in my poems, I figured I saved the best for last because I know she would too. <laughs> my mother by my side, I am destined for greatness. You see, I love to love. I think I love to love so much, I struggle to show it and use my poems as living proof. If the pens in my pocket could propose to paying homage, the ink on my paper would scream, my do. Man, I ain't asking y'all to follow my footsteps. I'm just saying it'd be pretty cool if you let others see us too. So if you have knowledge, let others light their candle in it. And if you sit amongst gods, well, then you must always remember what it felt like to stand with the common folk. Time.